Good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Doll's Spirited Adventures. My name is Janet, also known as The Doll, and I host this podcast every Saturday evening at 5 p.m., and that's Pacific Time. Here we are again, my lovely peoples. How are you? I hope that you had a wonderful week and it wasn't too rough on you. Um, It was kind of a crazy week for me. I uh, wasn't feeling all that great. I seem to be saying that a lot. I don't know what the heck's in my aura. Um, But I discovered that I'm having a little bit of a side effect from having that second dose of uh, the vaccine and then following that up about a week or so later with my monthly injections that I take for my autoimmune. And so my stomach was not happy. Not happy at all this week. It was pretty, pretty rough. So um, tonight I decided I needed a little extra protection. So the stone that I am holding for this evening's recording is pyrite. It's a cute little cube with a tiny little cube growing out of it. And TPG just does not believe me that these actually form like this uh, in nature. He thinks that they are beautifully cut with some kind of a metal file, I don't know, or laser. But no, they are they are found in the in in nature, in the wild, in the mines. So Tonight, we are in Season 3, Episode 9. We're almost to the end of my third season, for crying out loud. Wow! Uh, This is, it goes fast, doesn't it? Ten episodes per season, in case you don't know that. Um, So tonight's title is This, That, and All the Other. All the Other. So I'm going to be recapping. I had some listeners write in. Uh, or ask me um, to my face, basically, some questions about some episodes or uh, specifically last episode for sure. Um, And so I thought I would recap uh, what I discussed a little bit last week because I I started thinking too about my own soul path and what the the heck did I agree upon. And... um, Just thought I would kind of, you know, do a little musing, think a little bit out loud, a little outside the box, and so touch base on a little this, little that. But I'm going to, um, I just want to let you know, I got this stone, pyrite, all about protection. It's all about protection. Protection from psychic attacks, and it cuts through negative vibration. It stops toxic thought patterns from running through your head, which so many of us do. Don't we do a lot of negative talking to ourselves? Why is that? Why do we think it's okay for us to talk to ourselves in a manner that we would never in a freaking million years ever allow someone else to talk to us that way? Huh? Think on that the next time you start ruminating and having things running through your mind and you doing all this negative self-talk, you know, talking about either your weight or how you look or something that you said that you wish you hadn't and you are berating yourself. And it's like, 
Self-forgiveness is so necessary and it is one thing that we seem to withhold from ourselves on a continuous basis. I would never do that to anybody else. It's like, if somebody needs my forgiveness in order to move on for something or to forgive themselves, um, it's cruel to withhold that. So why would you do that to yourself? Come on, move it along, right? Don't do that. Because when we're able to see straight through to the truth, you live in sweet authenticity. Couldn't get that word off out of my mouth. Sweet authenticity. And don't, isn't, isn't the goal to try to live your most authentic self? Mine is, mine is. I'm always aiming and reaching higher to attain those goals of, of walking my path and being my most authentic self. Peeling back the layers of that onion um, stepping out of the psychic closet, so to speak. Uh, that's uh, that's kind of my goal. That's kind of my goal. So tonight I I did my palo smudging before this uh, recording started. And I lit my white candle, which is by Mythology. And tonight's scent of the evening is the Tudor House Library. Now check this stuff out. Mood. Forbidden books, stained glass, aged wood, worn pages, notes of amber, clove, citrus, patchouli, musk, and vanilla. Oh, my God. If you have never tried these candles, ladies and gents, please order yourself some, even if it's the sample pack. Um, I thought, since we are going to be, you know, doing this, that, and all the other things... I just kind of had this vision of you and I sitting in a nice little library with a crackling fire, with beautiful leather-bound books around us, and chatting, just chatting about, you know, all things pertaining to the doll's spirited adventures and what I'm all about and what's this all about and what are those topics all about. I thought how perfect the Tudor House Library candle will be setting the mood for our chatty chat this evening. There we go. Okay, so I'm going to open up tonight's chat with, um, I always like to kind of open with a little quote, and I love this. I thought this was so, so perfect, uh, especially since, um, you know, we're kind of evolving and learning about uh, contracts, soul contracts, and how to grow, how to, you know, how to set your intention, all these things that I touch on in various topics. So the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. And that is by Socrates. I thought, boy, isn't that, isn't that just perfect? Because we waste so much time space and energy on looking back and reflecting and beating ourselves up and, you know, wishing we had done something different. You cannot go back and change it. And by the way, you agreed upon it. Remember, we talked about this last week in your contract. 
all things that you are experiencing, you agreed upon long before you arrived here, honey. So let's not focus your energy on fighting the old, but building the new. How do you build upon moving forward, building on the new, choosing your path? What is your direction? What is your, what is your goal? Where do you see yourself? What does your heart yearn for? Hmm? Yeah, getting deep on you already. Yeah, it's, um, it's hard. It's hard to let go of things that you either wanted and didn't get or you got because you chose it. Uh, and then you decided, yeah, that really wasn't what my, my soul needed or wanted after all. But there's a lesson there. There's a lesson. Hang on, I gotta take a little sippy sip. Okay. So, <clears throat> I had a listener, a new listener in Canada, write to me this last week. And, uh... For some reason, he chose last week's podcast as his very first one that he ever tuned into, which I thought was interesting. If you're going to be tuning into a new podcast, wouldn't you want to kind of start at the beginning and just see where this person's all about from the get-go instead of jumping in towards the end of season three? But I digress. So he asked me a question, and I didn't really fully understand. So I had to keep coming back and asking him to um, delve a little deeper for me. So he said, what made you choose that topic? And I said, you mean for that? I said, which, which podcast did you, which episode did you listen to? And he said, the one you just did last night. I said, okay. So all about soul contracts. So are you asking me why I chose that topic for this week's episode or my podcast um, theme or my podcast, uh, what I'm all about, I guess, what my podcast is about, that that um, genre, is that what you're asking? Why I chose that? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. And I, I thought, that's kind of an interesting question. I'm not, you know, I didn't want to judge him for asking me that because, but it almost sounded like he was questioning, why would you pick that? That's kind of odd. And if he thought that, that's fine, but he still tuned in now, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Who knows if he will again, but he did. He did. So my response was, well, because yeah, that's what I'm about. That's who I am. And I find it interesting. And there are so many topics and subtopics and subgenres associated with psychic development or psychic gifts or paranormal. I mean, there are so many. Talk about layers. Talk about onion, peeling back the onion. There are so many layers. Here, I've been doing this podcast for eight months and I have roughly. 30 episodes in the can. So, um, never a shortage of things to chat about, right? There's all sorts of things to chat about. 
So I thought that that was an interesting question. I hope that I gave him uh, an answer that he, you know, could understand. Because when I answered, when I responded to him, he just said, you know, just asking. I'm like, okay. All right, well, just responding. Glad you tuned in. Hope you tune back in again. Um, Another question that I had, and this is from Miss Vicky. Miss Vicky from Psych Chick. And uh, she, I think, was referring to my episode last week on soul contracts. And she said, I need you to delve a little deeper because I didn't quite understand when you said um, you can be released from your soul contract. However, if you don't learn the lesson, it's going to keep coming back and, and, you know, you're going to keep learning it over and over and over again. I think you misunderstood what I said. What I said was, if you should discover that um, whatever thing it was, whether it's you were put into a life of poverty and um, then you realize somewhere in your life that you no longer fear not having enough money. So you're, you, it, it no longer um, supports you on your path. And you've learned that lesson as far as you can take it. So you want to, um, you want to break that contract so you can take up something else perhaps. Yes, you can do that. And I gave instructions on how to send that back out to the universe for its greater good. But if you do not break the contract, but you choose not to toe the line, so to speak, for instance, if you agreed to learn the the lesson of being uh, faithful and not not cheating on your significant other or, or whatever, not having a philandering lifestyle. But when you get here, you decide, oh, you know, I just, um, I really like uh, living that playboy lifestyle and I don't feel that I should have to answer to anybody. I don't feel like listening, you know. If you turn your back on it, but you don't actually break the contract, you just ignore the lesson because you're a stubborn so-and-so. Like I said last week, a lot of us are hard-headed. A lot of us, it takes more than one time going around before we learn that karmic lesson and we can finally break that karmic tie because the lesson has been learned. And then we can evolve up. We can move on in our journey. Um, So... In order for you to not keep having to learn that lesson, you either have to learn it fully or next time around, choose not to uh, choose not to have that in your contract or break the contract because it no longer um, supports your step, your, your path. So I hope that that makes sense, Vicki. And if not, Holler at me again, and I will clarify even further. So let me just kind of reiterate that again. We all have a soul contract. And once we're here, if we 
if we acknowledge or if we can, um, if we feel in our soul that that is no longer supporting our growth or our path, if we have outgrown that goal or that part of the contract, you can break that and send it back for the greater good, for your greater good. However, if you have a contract and you are just choosing to snub your nose at the contract, that is when karma will bite your ass. Lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. Because until you learn the lesson, your soul will agree to keep trying to learn that lesson every lifetime you are here. Think about that. That's kind of a drag. And yet we're so dang stubborn, we don't seem to learn that the easy way. And that's just unfortunate. (laughs) It's so unfortunate. Um, I was having my nails did with uh, Miss Daniela at Aura Nails today, and I finally got to see my girl, Baxter, and we were discussing the, uh, we were actually listening to uh, the episode from last week and, and chatting about it and how, how our country, you know, how do we come up with these countries? How on earth did we agree to that? I mean, I started saying, I thought, Man, you know, after I got done recording last week, I thought to myself, holy shamoli. And to think I chose all the crap that I have gone through in this lifetime, that I actually chose that. I mean, I chose to lose a child. I chose to have 16 major surgeries in my life. I chose to have, you know, an abusive stepfather when I was growing up. I chose to have my father die in this pandemic. I chose all of that? Really? Oh my God. And then I started thinking, I said to Beth, you know, we each had some rough times growing up and and I thought, you know, what if those lessons really weren't for us? Maybe they were for the people around us. Again, we are not just um, here for ourselves. Our souls agreed for contracts with others. And so sometimes it isn't our lesson to learn, but we have to participate on some level. And um, sometimes it's just unfortunate that the things that we agree to participate in just to help somebody else along their path is, uh, that blew my mind. It blew all of our minds. It's like, wow. Because then I started thinking, too, after I got done recording last week, my son, Nick, I mean, think about that. You know, he died at age 31, 31. And he had been telling me from the time he was four that he wasn't going to be here for long. He was not going to grow to old age. He chose that path and he knew, just like my grandmother had said when when she did that reading, um, she always knew when she was going to go. Nick always knew when he was going to go. And it's like it finally clicked. It finally all made sense. Um, Nick may have died very young on this plane in this lifetime, but I can tell you, I could tell from the day he was born, because he had 
the eyes of a very wise old man. These dark, dark brown eyes that looked right through you, bored into your soul. Uh, they were so dark. His eyes were so dark. You almost had to hold him under a light to find his pupil. They were so dark. That's how crazy it was. And he looked, when you looked into those eyes as a newborn, you felt like you were looking into the eyes of a very, very old soul, like Socrates. Yeah. We're going to take a break really quick. When we come back, we're going to continue on our little path of this, that, and all the other. Stay tuned. Welcome back. And if you're just joining us, tonight's topic is this, that, and all the other. So I'm just kind of doing a little recap on some uh, previous episodes and questions that people had and talking about um, the soul path, soul contract a little bit more. And uh, the other thing I wanted to touch base on is animal communication. So I had an opportunity to do a little bit of that this week. Um, for listeners that have been tuning in from the get-go when I started, I uh, talked about my my dogs, Jersey, Jersey Boy, and Tank. Jersey Boy is um, a wonderful spirit-connected little fella. And he is one of four puppies that were born to a litter in New Jersey, which is why his name is Jersey Boy. And the uh, owners of the other three puppies and I have have uh, stayed in contact through their entire lives. And these pups will be five this coming August. And so Jersey has two sisters and a brother. And... I think I told you guys uh, back last fall, his sister Sheena, a.k.a. Snooky, uh, had a litter of puppies as well. And so he does have a brother named Roman, a.k.a. Romy. And little Romy uh, was really sick uh, this past week, really, really sick. And his mama, Anna, who is a very dear friend of mine. Hello, Anna. Love you. Um... She will be on a future episode, by the way, because she really would like to do an episode with me. She has um, her own yoga instruction business and is a very spirit-connected person who I am. I have a lot of soul ties to. She and I are very, very close. And so she asked me to try to connect uh, to Roman to find out what was going on because he was vomiting profusely and having bloody diarrhea and not drinking and had to go to the ER and and for one day he kind of bounced back and he wanted chips because all of our pups love them some chippy chips because so do we uh they are addicted in fact Jersey will stand on his on his hind feet and um he puts one paw against something and we call it the Jersey hold he just kind of stands there. I think that boy spends more time on his back feet than he does on all four. And he'll he'll actually stomp his feet. He'll like a little tantrum. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Give me a chip. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Give me a chip. So 
Roman wanted chips, so she thought he was feeling better, but no, then he kind of went downhill again. And I had um, three different times I was able to tune in because she was thinking, does he have PTSD? Is he afraid to drink? Is he afraid to eat because he had gotten so sick? And I, no, every time he kept telling me, no, no, it's just, uh, you know, it's like when we get the stomach flu, you know, it takes, it takes a while to bounce back. You can't, I can't just uh, wolf down a big steak dinner and a baked potato with, you know, the whole works on it. Um, and Boston cream pie for dessert. It takes a while for your stomach to rebound and it needs to rest. So I, I even said, have you tried baby food? I kept seeing him eating chicken baby food. And the next morning she said, yeah, I, I had cooked up some chicken and I pureed it into a baby food and he ate that. So he did go to the vet again on Friday and uh, he had all sort of blood work done and got some fluids and he, he checked out fine. And, and so they did say what I, what I gathered from him is that you know, he just, uh, just needing a little more time to, to rest that tummy. But I would love if you would all just collectively send him some healing energy for little Romy. Because, uh, you know, it hurts us when our fur babies are hurting and they can't tell us or that you don't have someone who has the ability to tune into them to help you understand what's going on with them. Uh, it's, um, it's difficult not knowing what's wrong with our animals. Um, and, and they don't like to be sick. It's scary for them. They, they don't understand. They just, they just want to feel better. So little baby lost some weight and he's, uh, he's going to be pampered by his parents and I'm sure they will be taking very, very good care of, of him. And, um, I just would, would like you all to, to send him some, some fun, fun and frolicky energy to perk him back up. So if you would do that, I would greatly appreciate it. I might have to do a whole episode dedicated to the Jersey Four, uh, which is what we refer to them as. These pups, I swear to Jesus, you guys, are like the the real mint pins of Facebook mixed with uh, the Jersey Shore crazy people on that on that show, the Jersey Shore. These they all have kind of a Jersey esque. Uh, swag and attitude with the min pin um, tenacity. So they are a trip. They are an absolute trip. And Robin, who is uh, Sheena's mama, Snooky's mama, kept the, the female puppy from the litter that, that she had. Her name is Jojo. And let me tell you, that little girl uh, gives Sheena Snooky a run for her money. She's like Snooky on crack. So <clears throat> I think I will have to do, I'll have to do a, just a fun, non-psychic type of, a, of an episode dedicated to the Jersey Four. Um, I was going to do a blog piece about it at one point and I never got around to writing it, but I think I could tell you and, and just give life to their characters a little better um, doing it orally and um, on recording than I could writing it. I think I could do them a little more justice, just almost acting it out because they are 
crazy. They are so freaking crazy. They are, and they all have the same funny, funny quirks. Um, they, uh, they all did this funny spin when they were puppies. In fact, Jersey still does it. I'll have to ask the ladies if, if all their pups still do it. Uh, Robin dubbed it the Lindy, where, where they do this, they run and they jump up on the couch and they do like a flip. So she called it a Lindy. And, uh, it's like doing acrobats. Like they, they just fly through the air. It's, it's insane. So anyway, future, future fun, future things to look forward to. Cause I plan on being around for a while. We have much more seasons and many, many more adventures together to do. So if you are new to my show, if you have not tuned in before, if you're just getting to know me, just know this. I do not edit my podcast. Um, I don't script my podcast. What you hear is what you hear. It's just me, you and me sitting around chatting. And um, I do research my uh, my episodes, especially on topics that I'm not, you know, extremely fluid on. Because as I said last week, I'm here to learn too. And if I only discuss things that I know like the back of my hand, then I am not growing as a person either. I'm here to learn and grow and, you know, talk about things that maybe aren't always talked about and or maybe new to you. And um, I hope that you will take something away from each episode that you listen to. That is my goal. My goal is to always have you, you know, learn something, hear something new, maybe laugh a little, you might cry a little. Some things are very heartwarming that I discuss. Some things are sad that I discuss. You just never know. I do have a website, and that is called thedollspiritedadventures.com. That's T-H-E, in case you are goggling, as my spousal unit says, Google. Uh, T-H-E-D-O-L-L-S-S-P-I-R-I-T-E-D-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com. There is email associated with that website, and that is the doll48 at hotmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, and there is a page associated with the podcast of the same name. So if you are on Facebook and you'd like to go over and check out the page, I do put links to every episode there with an event that goes on a day or two prior so you know what the upcoming episode is going to be about. And so if you want to go on Facebook and find it and like the page, I would appreciate it and share with your peeps. That would be great. I'm also on Twitter and that is at the doll 48. I put a link there as well as on my uh, website, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, which is also the doll 48. So lots of ways to uh, find me, lots of ways to reach out. I also put out a link on Facebook, which is a link to leave me a voice message if you would like to give me some feedback on tonight's episode or any other that might have striked your Nancy, as my husband would say, striked your fancy, got you interested. Or if you don't understand something, if you want to leave a question, whatever you want to do, only one person has ever left me a message, and that's Miss Vicki. So, again, putting out the cheese, 
Whoever is the first person to leave me a voice message this week, I will give a free reading to. So leave your contact information so I can do that for you. Who's going to be the first? Is it you? Or is it you? Or is it you over there? Yeah, you in the back. You hiding in the corner. I see ya. I see ya with the puzzled look on your face like, I really want to ask her, but I don't know. This could be weird. Double dog, no, triple dog, Daria, throwing the gauntlet down. Leave me a voice message and I will do a reading for you. For you. Do it. You'll be happy you did. And so will I. Because I love hearing from my peoples. There are many platforms around the globe for you to listen to. Spotify. I'm on Anchor. Anchor's my host, but they are connected with Spotify. Uh, Applecast, Overcast, Pocketcast, Google, you name it. There's like nine or ten different platforms that Anchor will upload my episodes to. So pick your platform of your choice and you can subscribe. And then as soon as another episode is dropped, you will be notified that a new one is waiting to be listened to. If you don't listen to it when it gets published at five on Saturdays. All right. I have listeners around the world who are listening any time of the day. It may be uploaded at five, but it's always available for you to listen to whenever you are wanting to listen to it. And I have a lot of people telling me that they love to listen on their commute. I must have that kind of voice that you can just listen to me drone on and on while you're stuck in traffic. Whatever floats a your boat. <laughs> I am so glad that you joined me this evening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, tell your friends. I'm My listenership grows every week, which is really nice. I'd like to see it explode because I would love to do this on a full-time basis, people. So, I am going to get this thing published for you because I'm running late tonight. But I look forward to seeing you next week. Because I'm going to take you on another adventure. Bye now.